0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I am so excited to welcome back Adam Jacobs, who originated the role of Aladdin on Broadway. In our last interview, we discussed Adam's theatrical endeavors, his docu-concert Behind the Curtain, and his new film, Last Call in the Doghouse, which is finally getting released this Friday, July 16th, on Stony Point Entertainment. Today, Adam and I are talking lessons learned more backstage tales from Broadway, and a story involving a stolen car, his sister, Ariel Jacobs, and the Hawaiian Mafia. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Adam Jacobs. Hey everybody, it's Adam. Live and in person for you. Hey everybody. It's Adam. Wonder who he'll interview. So, let's go into some lessons learned because I like to know what you've learned throughout your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is um what is one mistake you made early on in your career that became a life lesson you take with you to this day?
1: Um besides shooting daggers at pianists in audition rooms, um, I mean, what? Okay, yeah. So, have you? Ever, I've always. I made the big mistakes in audition rooms. Everybody has, but I've always. I think because I was a pianist, uh-huh. I I got so caught up if the pianist wasn't doing what I wanted him or her to do. Um So I would like occasionally in the middle of my song, I'd like get mad and like give him a nasty look, and I'm like, "Why did you do that?" So th- I I learned. That you can't do that <laughs> and you need to be able to be prepared first for for things like that to happen in an audition room distractions or a, a pianist not being able to play well or whatever it is you know a casting director on the phone whatever like you just need to be prepared to, to do your work and do the best you can with all those things and i think that's a good lesson to learn just in general right just to trust, yes. you, trust your work and not get distracted by you know things on social media or whatever you know ignore the haters um Mm -hmm. and just do do what you do um uh what else uh what what was the other part
0: (laughs) uh no it's just one mistake you made early on in your career that became a life lesson with that you take with you to this day
1: yeah okay so i i guess i was saying besides (laughs) yelling at the pianists um (laughs) i would say uh I think it's important to really appreciate the work that everybody does on a project. And I'm talking to everybody from front of house and, and backstage crew, you, you really got to support your crew and, and, and value their work. And, and everybody, even the people who like clean your dressing rooms in the evening, every the janitorial staff in, in the building, like it's all, we're all in it, you know, to quote High School Musical, we're all in this together. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's true. You know, we're all working to to create um, a, a great experience for people out there. And and so it's very important to keep that in mind and not let yourself uh, be carried away with, you know, all the other stuff.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love, I like the reference that we're all in this together. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Yes, especially especially during this time of of the pandemic when we're all so far apart, we do have to remember that we are in this together. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Do you have like a worst audition story?
1: Uh, well, let's see. I mean, I've had so many. I mean, uh, singing singing the wrong type of song for the music like singing a pop song for a for a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> um just trying to dress like the character probably not the, you know I went a little bit too far you know try, <laughs> trying trying to, to look like uh, Victorian like what are what are you doing just like mm-hmm. dress normal right yeah uh, stuff like that uh, it's just little mistakes that you learn that you're like oh yeah that's that's not what you're supposed to do um, but I don't really have like a specific really bad one I probably blocked those ones out <laughs> because I'm really good at you um, not remembering things that, (laughs) that are really traumatic in my life. Uh Uh, Yeah. I think, I think I'm, I've, I've learned how to do that. That's a defense mechanism right there.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever been fired from a show?
1: Uh, Luckily? No, I have not. I've had shows close on me, you know, um, and you know, that, that hurts, but a knock on wood, I have not been ever uh, let go from, from a show that I've been in. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: Now with um uh with Aladdin, uh how did you know when the uh when it was time for you to like say goodbye to the show?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was tough. I think the decision to leave Broadway and go on the road was a big mm-hmm. one. And you know, the people at in Disney were like, Are you sure you you want to do that? I mean, because most people don't, you know, leave Broadway. Right, wrote, it's usually the other way around. Right. So, um, but I, I, I thought it felt like the right thing to do at the time because, um, you know, for one thing that the show was going to open in Chicago for seven months mm-hmm. and my wife and I had been talking about possibly moving to Chicago and raising our kids out here. And that's, that's where I am now. I'm living in Chicago currently. Ah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I've been here and, and going to New York and LA and, and it's actually, great. It's been awesome. Um, and, um, I've been doing some work around some theater work around Chicago and, and, you know, I've, I've been, I've been doing all right, but, uh, it's the kind of thing where, uh, people are like, are you sure? I mean, you know, what's going on? And I'm like, I, I, tr- I had to trust myself and trust, you know, the decisions we made and say, yeah, no, this is what we want to do. And I'm, I was just so happy we did it though. because and it felt like the the end of this beautiful rainbow of Aladdin. Where it's mm-hmm. like I started, um, I opened it in Toronto Seattle. We did the, you know, opening night previews or the out of town, I should say, out of towns in Seattle and Toronto, all the way to Broadway. And then, mm-hmm. you know, finishing with the first year of the national tour. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like I put this nice button on or, or the cherry on the top of the cake, if you if you will. You know, it was like this cool culmination right
0: yes yeah wow (laughs) and um and was it hard to be on the road uh as a new father or or i mean how old were your kids when you went on the road
1: being uh, i was it was great being on the road with my because i got to go with my family this time oh Uh, my boys were not in school yet and we couldn't even call it a tour because we had major sit-downs in five different cities in one year, right? So it was it was awesome. It was just easy. We we were in LA. We played my hometown of San Francisco. We played uh, Seattle, Minneapolis, and you know just these and Chicago. All these great cities. Um, and but the boys, we got to explore the country really, mm-hmm. and I, and so I feel so that was another reason. You know, I, I probably would not have done it if my family did not come with me. Um, and, but we were at that age where we could, and, you know, so, uh, it was, we, we, we managed it and I'm happy for that we did
0: it. That's great. And now that you've been home with your family all this time, uh, what have you learned from being at home with everybody? <laughs>
1: uh, we each need to ha- have space and time, you know, it's good to have quiet time and, <laughs> and figure out how to manage that. Cause you know, <laughs> everybody in quarantine knows it's, it's, it can be tough. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I, I do feel, you know, grateful to have them to sort of distract me from the fact that I have not been working as much as I would want to have been working this past mm-hmm. year. And, um, it, I'm able to spend an, an enormous amount of quality time with, with them. So, um, I, I'm not going to complain. I don't feel like I, I'm in a position to complain about, about that at all. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that this will all be over very soon. People are saying the fall, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, You know, we'll see, I feel like it's going to be a rollout, you know, different theaters at different times and, Mm -hmm. uh, but it is coming back and I'm hopeful and I'm encouraged and I'm excited. I really want, I really want the arts to just kind of explode and, and have this rush of people coming back to the theater and, and because they know what they've met, people know um, how much they love theater and what they've missed and yes. you know, they're, dying, they're dying to get back. And and I, I hope that I'm, I could be a part of it as well.
0: Yes, well, we'd love for you to be a part of it. And, and we are very much looking forward to the day that Broadway and all live theater comes back. I know, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. It's coming. It's coming. It is. It is. Well, let's, um, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Adam Jacob. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline – Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy prize. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
1: Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Hey, everyone. My name is Adam Jacobs, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam.
0: And now we're back. Um, What is something you learned from a co-star or castmate? Uh,
1: Well, besides Courtney Reed teaching me all about social media, Uh um, (laughs) (laughs) she was my social media guru, uh, if you're listening, Courtney. Um, I learned some amazing things watching the Broadway veterans Rehearse and prepare for the show of Les Mis when I did that Mm. in 2006. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to work with Judy Kuhn, with Gary Beach, with these awesome, awesome people. Norm Lewis with Javert Uh, and I—I saw how they worked. And and Aaron Lazar was my enjeros and mm -hmm. we prepared a dressing room. Like all these guys, I'm like, and I was this young buck, right? You know, (laughs) coming up in the coming up in the ranks, and I'm learning how they just do everything and. Um, how they were creating. And that was invaluable. Com- so important to see that and, and learn from the, from those guys to, and, you know, seeing Gary come up with comedic moments in Tenardier, it's like mm-hmm. oh, so cool. Um, and how he would just bounce ideas off, you know, off of Jennifer, Butt, or, you know, it was just a, an incredible experience. And, and uh, I hope everybody gets a chance to work with, you know, people who are experienced like that, because you just, you learn, you learn so much on the job. And more more than you ever would in a classroom.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. And, and I am such a big Norm Lewis fan. I absolutely adore him. Uh, What, I mean, what did you learn from him?
1: Oh, just his strength. I mean, like the, his, his performances are always so powerful. And, um, and he doesn't have to do an enormous amount in order to command that, attention and especially in a role like Javert like he just lived it and he breathed that character and he really embodied it well um and it was amazing to see how how he was able to to become that character and and uh I thought he did a a a fantastic job
0: yes I do I I I wish I got to see him in that in that production I did get to see him as the phantom in phantom of the opera yeah. yeah oh my god Incredible, yeah, incredible. I wanted them to release a whole new cast album with him as the Phantom, but yeah,
1: oh well, well.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It's rare that they. It is rare to get like a second release of a cast album. Have
1: they ever? I don't even. Um,
0: I remember with uh the '94 revival of Greece, Uh, the original cast, the original, the revival cast album came out with um Rosie O'Donnell on it, and then when Brooke Shields took over the role they did release another cast album with her. And yeah. so I always had that hope all these throughout the years that that could happen again with another show, but I've never seen another show do it.
1: Yeah. Huh. yeah. They should do that more.
0: They should, they should, because especially when you have like these great actors, like, I mean, when you have like Norm Lewis, I mean, he, <laughs> he should be on like almost every cast recording, but um, you know, yeah, I haven't really seen that, but it, it would be, it would be something maybe, Maybe when Broadway comes back, it's something they'll think about.
1: Yeah. If I had my druthers, for sure. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. And what is something you wish you could tell your younger self that would have saved you from a mistake or heartache, either in your life or career?
1: Yeah, I probably would have told myself, um, don't sweat the small stuff um, and have patience. For sure, mm-hmm. have patience. I, I, I tended to be more impatient. You know wanting everything to happen as most people i think are yes and, uh yeah so you know that have patience was the biggest was the big one there
0: that's a very good lesson to learn it is it's hard yeah. to learn. it, it is <laughs> it really is. i know <laughs> <laughs> um well we are actually up to the end of the interview um so i always end my interviews playing off of the title of my podcast burying it all with call me adam so if you were to bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't talked about previously, what would you share with me today?
1: You know, what people haven't really known about me, I think, I think people don't know that I, I do have a little bit of a wild uh, re- rebellious side to me that, that people don't, aren't that familiar with. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I think when they see my concert, uh, this docu concert they might get a taste of that towards the end of of the show I- i'm hoping a little bit that they 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 could see that I, that i'm not just um a disney guy for example
0: right that i yes
1: right that i i have a little bit more um a little, little more of an edge than people might think
0: <laughs> yes yes like when you're taking your shirt off and singing at the same time yeah you never know what's gonna happen exactly exactly what do you feel um the most rebellious thing you've ever done was either as a child or as an adult
1: yeah um most rebellious thing uh geez i think um (laughs) oh i I can't say that one let me see (laughs) you should
0: say that one because it's bearing it all (laughs) i am bearing it all but
1: uh you know okay 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 well actually i could tell you one about my the time my sister and i stole our rental vehicle back from the hawaiian mafia if people aren't familiar with that story uh yeah i'm definitely
0: not familiar with that story
1: my my our car got towed in hawaii after a late night at a club and, you know, we called the number. They said, come pick it up. We get there. There's nobody there. And um, I figured out a way to operate a forklift in order to move it out of the way to steal my car back from the people who towed it.
0: Wow. <laughs> we were,
1: we were expect, expecting people to come out with baseball bats, but we, <laughs> uh, we, we were able to get away. There was nobody there and uh, we stole our car.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Now that is bearing it all. That yeah. is the kind of story I'm looking for. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that, uh, that, that sells tickets, baby. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh,
1: you can find me at Adam Jacobs NYC on Instagram or Twitter, um, or you to my website, adamjacobs.net.
0: Go follow Adam on social media. Stream his new films, Last Call in the Doghouse, as well as his docu-concert, Behind the Curtain. I have links to both films in the text of this episode. Plus, always remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, you can listen to thousands of hours of theater and art-related podcasts. So download the Broadway Podcast Network app and listen to all your favorite podcasts on the go. you
1: will get the dirt and the scoop. And the story for he happens to be in the know Just ask anybody who's had Adam, Adam for the business of show CallMeAdam.com
0: Find more episodes of Burying It All with Call Me Adam Everywhere you stream podcasts For my print and video interviews Visit my website, CallMeAdam.com follow me on social media at NYC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag.